Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they have overcome him. Memorize this verse, by the way. Make it one of your favorite. By the blood of the lamb and the word of their... Let's read it one more time. And they, overcame, they have overcome him. Another version would read, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. We'll talk to you about briefly here. Breakthrough with the blood. Number one, Christ followers have no other choice but to overcome. Let me repeat that for the hearing impaired. Christ followers have no other choice but to overcome. To overcome is to defeat, to conquer, to triumph over, to win. The Bible is not a book of perfect people. The eternal sacred text is not a historical outline of pristine, unblemished, stainless saints. But without a doubt, from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible is a book of overcomers. Let me give you a list, see if it sounds familiar in your life. Abraham overcame the lies, his own lies. He would lie to Pharaoh and others about his wife being his sister and that sort of thing. Joseph overcame the pit and the betrayal of his own brothers. Moses overcame Pharaoh, his temper, and his past. Joshua overcame all the ites. <laughs> the disobedience of his troops and his fear of being alone when his mentor passed away. Gideon overcame the threshing floor. Samson overcame his pride, his lack of respect for the anointing, and Delilah's deception. David overcame Saul's spear, a bear, a lion, a giant, and his own moral turpitude. Esther overcame the haters. Daniel overcame the lions. The Hebrew boys overcame the fiery furnace. Jake, Job, Job overcame the loss of absolutely everything. Peter overcame the cursing of his blessing. That's what he did. Paul overcame the shipwreck and the snake. And Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. I'm going to say it with a Texan Alabama draw. Oh, Jesus. Jesus overcame darkness, death, and everything hell sent this way to stop him. Jesus overcame everything. So I'm here to tell you an undeniable truth. We are all overcomers. If you're here right now, you are an overcomer. You are not an eternal victim. You are not the devil's punching bag. You are not cursed. You are not defeated. You are in Christ, by Christ, and for Christ, an overcomer. You are seated next to somebody who overcame something. I don't know if you get that. The person next to you has a testimony. The person next to you has a story to tell. The person next to you shouldn't even be next to you right now. But they are. They overcame. So, yeah, Pastor, are you sure I overcame something? Let me ask you a question. Is there anyone here who overcame something you originally believed you would not be able to overcome? Is there anyone here who overcame something that some of the people around you did not expect you to overcome? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if that's you. Yeah, we're overcomers. Some of you overcame 30 years ago. Some of you overcame 30 months ago. Some of you overcame 30 days ago. Some of you overcame 30 minutes ago. And, and, and that's why you're seated next to an overcomer. And let, 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 let me tell you some things, maybe only me or maybe, let's see some things we overcame. Some of us overcame generational curses. Anybody here? 
Some of you overcame failure. Some of you overcame defeat. All of us through Christ overcame sin. You, you overcame temptation. Some of you overcame addiction. Some of you overcame depression. Depression had you bound, but not anymore. Some of you overcame anxiety. Some of you overcame confusion. Some of you overcame infirmity. Some of you overcame betrayal. Somebody betrayed you. They, they turned their back on you, but here you are. Here you are. I said, here you are. Some of you overcame brokenness. Some of you overcame unbelief. Some of you overcame unforgiveness. Some of you overcame negativity. And some of you overcame toxic relationships. We overcame the devil. We overcame others. And even more, we overcame ourselves. How many praise Jesus that he gave you the power not just to overcome the devil and overcome the haters, but to overcome yourself. And you know how you overcame? I want you to know this. How did you overcome the obstacles when they asked you? How did you overcome the haters? How did you overcome everything else sent your way? I need you to respond with a, with a beautiful smile and a, and a little bit of a holy swag. You need to tell them, how did I overcome? I did not overcome with my personality. I did not overcome with my social media postings. I did not overcome with my tweet, with my selfie, with my political affiliation, with my biology or my ideology. I overcame by the blood I said I overcame by the blood somebody right now should be giving God praise for the blood of Jesus somebody shout I overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony if that's your story shout like the blood got you through It's the blood. It's the blood. We overcome, don't forget, we overcome hell. We overcome others, and we overcome ourselves. First mm. John 2, 14, you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have already overcome the evil one. Luke 10, 19 is crazy. Now, you understand, this is Jesus speaking. You understand, new season, that I have imparted to you all my authority. To trample over the enemy's kingdom. You will, this is crazy stuff Jesus said. You, you new season will trample upon every demon before you. To trample means that you place them where? The devil doesn't belong in your thoughts. He doesn't belong in your mind. He doesn't belong in your conversations. He doesn't belong in your Google searches. He doesn't belong here. The Bible says that God has given us authority to place every demon underneath our feet. Let me read it. And you will overcome every power Satan possesses. Wow. And absolutely nothing will be able to harm you as you walk in his authority. So we overcome. If you're a Christian, you are automatically an overcomer. Number two, we overcome hell. We overcome others and even ourselves. And number three, here we come. Overcomers have a common denominator. We get all back that was stolen from us. The enemy came to rock from Genesis to Revelation. Every major overcomer got back what was taken from them. No, you missed it. 
They got back what was taken from them. John 10.10 says the enemy came to rob, kill, and destroy. Jesus came to give us life and life. When Joseph overcame, he got back everything his brothers had stolen from him. When Job overcame, the Bible says he got back everything he lost and more. When David overcame, he got back everything. Let's read it. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 18 and 19. David got back everything that was taken. He even rescued his two wives. I have a hard time with just one, but he had two. And, and, no, in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. That came out completely wrong. What I meant is in a blessed way. I don't know how you could handle two. I just, you need to overcome, sister. All right, here it is. Go, go, go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. I love this. Watch this. Nothing was missing. He got everything back, the Bible says. He overcame. The Bible says he overcame, and he got everything back. But then it's specific. I love this verse. Nothing was missing. He got everything back. The small things that were taken and the big things that were taken. The sons and the daughters, he got it all back. Anything else that had been taken, everything that was taken, he got it all back. David brought everything back. I need you to read that. David brought everything back. Why am I telling you? I'm coming from the 80, from Granite Bay to Sacramento. The Holy Ghost hit me this morning and told me, tell them that as overcomers, they're going to get back everything that was stolen. No, you missed it. I'm going to prophesy to somebody, you're about to get back everything that was stolen from you. You're about to get your faith back. You're about to get your joy back. You're about to get your peace back. You're about to get your dream back. Listen, you're about to get your children and your children's children back. You're about to get your health back. You're about to get your integrity back. Somebody shout, I'm getting it all back. If you're getting it all back, raise both hands. I dare you to raise both hands to an attitude and say, I'm getting it all back. Say it like you believe it. Say, I'm getting it all back. I'm getting my praise back. I'm getting my shout back. I'm getting my dance back. I'm getting my swag back. I'm getting my purpose back. I'm getting my holiness back. I'm getting it all back. If you're an overcomer and you believe you're going to get it all back, raise both hands. Now, I need you to really believe this. If you believe this is a season, you're going to get everything back the enemy stole from you because you are an overcomer. Raise both hands really high. How about this? If you're committed to getting it all back, not just the big things, but the small things. How many want it all back, the small and the big? How many want to get back the lost years and the lost weeks and the lost days? Raise your hands if you want it all back. This is for somebody here. I sense God in the house. You're getting it all back. Somebody shout, I'm getting it all back. I feel God. Listen to me. The overcomers have a common denominator. They get back what was stolen. You're going to get back in the name of Jesus everything that was taken from you. I want you to hear me. You're here, right here. You're watching all over the world. You're going to get back through Christ, in Christ, because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Not your own right, not your personality. In the Old Testament, Pastor Nathan, in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, in the Old Covenant in Israel, in the Old Covenant, they would only get back what was stolen by the enemy. Under grace, you get back what the enemy stole and the stuff that you gave up yourself. <laughs> Pastor Nick, it's a different dynamic. We're getting it all back. I'm getting it all back. No, I'm, I'm talking to you. You're getting everything back. 
Not some of the stuff. You're getting it all back. That's why the enemy recently showed up to distract you, to try to deviate you, because he's only trying to distract you to get you out of your position from actually believing that you're going to get it all back. So here it is. Let me prophesy in the name of Jesus. Put a smile on your face and a shout on your lip. I'm going to prophesy hard right now. Before this summer is over, not even the year, you're getting everything back that was stolen or lost. If you believe that word, I need you to give God the best praise you've given him in 2019. I'm getting it all back. I'm getting it all back. How many believe that? The sleepless nights, you're getting it all back. The financial loss, you're getting it all back. Anybody ready for this? Stand with me, stand with me, stand with me. As an overcomer, as Christ followers, we have no other choice but to overcome. One. Number two, what do we overcome? We overcome hell, we overcome others, and we overcome ourselves. Number three, as overcomers, it's guaranteed, it's in scripture, we get back everything that was stolen or lost, be it taken from others or lost because of our own indiscretion. We get it all back. I wish you would understand, you don't have to die to get to heaven to get stuff back. This is about getting it back now in this lifetime. Are you with me right now? There are doors that you missed because you were not in the right place in your mind, in your spirit, or in your faith walk. You're going to get those doors back. Like, you, are you, is this for anybody in this place? You're standing with me. You're, you were already standing. As an overcomer, I must protect who speaks into me. So I discovered in doing my, my biblical due diligence from Genesis to Revelation, the, the common denominators, the threads that connect all the overcomers, they each had a conversation. I could show you the list. Biblically substantiated. Every major overcomer in scripture, even the minor overcomers, had conversations. See, when, when you're about to overcome, two things happen. Number one, the devil will talk to you. There's a conversation that will come to distract you, to give you false information misinformation but God will likewise talk to you either directly or through someone else I'll give you examples right there as you see I'm with me just real quick and we're done Jacob had a conversation with the angel of the Lord Joseph had a conversation with Pharaoh that shifted everything Moses had a conversation with a burning bush Joseph had a conversation Joshua had a conversation with Caleb ignore the other guys we see milk and honey Ruth had a conversation with Naomi Peter had a conversation with Jesus I want you to hear me because who speaks into you is a lot more important than who's speaking about you test the level of your spiritual maturity if you're more concerned about who's speaking about me rather than who's speaking into me respectfully you need to grow up in Jesus
Am I preaching to anybody? If I'm preaching to you, raise your hand. Hey, I'm preaching to myself right now. Because I've been there. Sammy Rodriguez, when he was a young buckaroo, last week, let's hear Meaning I was young last week. Seriously, I, I, that's me. I was more concerned with who was speaking about me than who was speaking into me. Holy Ghost grabbed a hold of me and said, you got this wrong. Who cares who speaks about you? Care about who's speaking into you. Care about who's prophesying into you. Care about who has access to your dream and to your destiny and to your future and to your faith and to your joy and to your peace. We're done. I told you to stand. We're done. If, if, if God's speaking to you, raise your hand. Not everyone needs to know the hell you've been through. Not everyone needs to know the process you've been through. These conversations shifted everything. If you're getting this, just one little hand. Last point, number five. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We conclude with the first declaration of the verse. I want you to hear me. It's the blood. Ephesians 1, 7. He's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Hebrews 10, 19 says he gives us unlimited access to the holy of holies through the blood, only through the blood. And Revelation 12, 11 says we overcome. So we're forgiven through the blood, by the blood. We have access through the blood, and we overcome through the blood. Now, I want to do something right now. I've discovered in the past months, I alluded to this previously. I'm going to repeat it because it's worth, worth it. Y'all know about the movie Breakthrough and all that. And it's been a great thing that God has done with that movie. But I never signed up for the level of spiritual warfare that it came with. That if I knew, I don't know. I could lie to you. I could get super religious here and go like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm a, oh, I just shut the ball. No. Because it's been that big. If somebody told me, you know, I'm going to give you this, but this is going to happen over here. It, and I don't, I don't know about, because it, it, it was looking like a base of cuckoo for cocoa puff stuff. And I'm fighting with God. I'm going, God, I get this. It's all you. You prophesied it. And I know it. You know, the enemy's bad. He's trying to distract me. I get that. I know nothing could actually pet. I get that. There's no permanent. The Lord told, the Lord told me there's a couple of things you need to know. First, I'm going to read it for you because I have it written down. Do not make the process the promise. Here's another way. Do not make the temporary permanent. The Lord told me, what's happening temporarily here will not be the permanent outcome. The Lord even told me, believe it or not, Samuel, I know you're not going to understand this, but you will see it. There will be no permanent damage. It may look like things are messed up right now, but when it's all said and done, <laughs> it's going to be glorious. The Lord told me, do not confuse what you're going through with where you're going to. So let me repeat. If you're going through what you've never been through before, it's only because you're about to step into what you've never stepped into before. You're about to possess and conquer 
what you've never possessed and conquered before. All right, raise your hands. One more thing the Lord told me is, do not disregard the power of the blood. Speak the blood over yourself, over each family member, over your finances, your health, your church. Speak the blood. So lift up your hands. I'm going to do what the Lord told me to do. I because the blood, we overcome by the blood. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So I speak the blood of Jesus over every mind right now in this place, everything, every thought process, over every action, interaction, and reaction. I speak the blood of Jesus right now over your health, over your faith, over your integrity, over your character, your reputation. I speak the blood of Jesus over your calling and your anointing and your destiny. I speak the blood of Jesus, here we go, over your home, your marriage, your children, and your children's children, and your children's children's children. I speak the blood over your relationships. I speak the blood over your circle of influence. I speak the blood over your faith and your future. If you receive that right now, give God one more clap offering. We're done. Look up here. We're done. And we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony will silence the devil. Look what the Lord has done places Satan underneath your feet. Look what the Lord has done disarms principalities and powers of darkness. Are you getting this? Use your testimony to save others. God is healing you so others will be healed through you. God delivered you so others will be delivered through you. Use your testimony to protect. Your testimony will be used by God to set others free. Heavenly Father, you told me to share this word and to tell your children and those that are here for the first time that we can only overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So today, we receive this. We receive your word. We understand that it's in our prophetic DNA to overcome as Christ followers. We understand right now that we overcome hell, others, and ourselves. We understand, oh God, and we understand very well that overcomers get back everything that was lost or stolen. And we're getting everything back this year in the name of Jesus. As overcomers, we are mindful of who speaks into us. And who speaks into us is much more important than who speaks about us. And we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If you receive this word, say, I receive it for me and my house. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Everything is covered by the blood of Jesus. And I'm getting everything back. And I mean everything that was stolen or lost in Jesus' name. If you said in Jesus' name, give them one more shout of praise in this place. All right, let's do it. Israel, come on up. Let's do this one more time. Right there as you stand with me. If you know that you know that you know that you are an overcomer, raise your hand. If you know that you know that you know that you're getting everything back that was stolen or lost, and you want it now, raise both hands. 
If you know that you know that you know that who speaks into you is much more important and who speaks about you, raise both hands and a foot. And if you know that you know that you know that what you went through, God's going to use what you went through to heal others, to set others free. If you believe that, raise both hands, temporarily raise both feet, and give God the best shout you've given him all day in this place. Come on! Yeah! somebody your mind is catching up to what the spirit of God already began your, your thoughts are catching up to what he already begun in your life he, he already started a job and, and you don't you, you kind of feel it but your mind is catching up to it so your thinking is catching up to what his spirit is already doing in your life and it will catch up tell your neighbor it will catch up matter of fact I dare you to tell somebody I'm just catching up but I will catch up I will catch up God already started doing something in you, with you, and through you. I want you to know it's too late now. What does that mean? God already has too much invested in you to turn back. God already has too much invested in you to leave you alone, to abandon you, to forget about you. He placed too much in you. He sowed too much in you. Bible says, I'm going to put it in, in, in your layman's terms, in 21st century context, the Holy Spirit is the FDIC. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is the one who guarantees the deposit. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. God already placed destiny and purpose in you. The Holy Spirit is the one that guarantees it. So I don't care what happened, what the devil did, or what you did to yourself. What God already started, he's going to finish in your life. Oh, not just in your life, but in the life of your children, your children's children, and your children's 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 children, and the ones you love and the ones you care about. <laughs> 